What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your host, the one and only Maya, back with a new episode for you on the Just Me and God podcast, where we're here to talk about our walk with God, the good, the tough, the ugly, the real. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram and YouTube at underscore, underscore, just me and God. That is at underscore, underscore, just me and God. Go ahead and copy the link on whatever platform you're hearing this episode from and send it to one to two people that you feel need to be encouraged. And of course, if you have not yet left us a rating or a review, go ahead and do so. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button for us. All of this helps to push the podcast out to more listeners and more viewers. Of course, God bless you to those who already have. Now, let's get into today's episode. All right, all right, so let's jump into it. Welcome to episode 30. I cannot believe that we have dropped 30 episodes. And this is the last episode of season one. So, you know, the next episode that gets dropped after this is going to be the beginning of season two, which means we are going to be having guests join us on the podcast. So season two, we're going to have co-hosts on the show with us, and I'm honestly pretty excited for it. Um, I have not decided yet if I'm going to start season two next week or a week from now. I'm still kind of preparing some things. I have some ideas and things that I need to kind of put together, um, of course. And so I need to also run my plans by God. So I'm not sure if I'll be dropping an episode next week, but we'll see. We'll see. Cause you know, God works wonders. He can move any way he wants. So Um, we'll see what happens. I'm still working on finishing up the new logo. It's going to be a rebrand, right? It's going to be a rebrand. So, um, I'm pretty excited for it and we'll see how it goes. Now let's get into today's episode. Episode is titled everything that glitters ain't gold. Everything that glitters ain't gold. It means exactly what it sounds like. Just because it looks good does not mean it is good. Just because it sounds good does not mean it is good. Just because it looks appealing doesn't mean it's good for you. Because if you don't think that the enemy can make things look appealing, can make things look good, just to reel you in, then you you might already be reeled in. You know what I'm saying? Because the enemy does a great job of making sin look like it's okay. That's why sin has become such a norm now. And now y'all are looking at people who are striving to live a righteous life and saying that they're, they're, they're not... What was it that I was told the other day? Extreme. They involve God too much. God created us. We're supposed to involve him with everything that we do because he's the same God that can take us out of here just as quick as he brought us. Right? But the enemy has done a great job of making it seem like the righteous way is weird and abnormal. And now sin has become the norm. And that's the world that we're living in today. And that's why we need to have discernment to be able to know when something, just because it looks good, doesn't mean it's godly. And so we need to be able to differentiate and know, okay, this is a little funny. This is a little, uh, right? Um, 
because otherwise we get caught up in the schemes of the enemy. We get caught up living a sinful life, right? Like when I was growing up, I always, I always thought that people who were just doing whatever they want, I thought they were having fun. I wanted to partake and have fun too. And so I decided I'm not really going to dive too deep into this Christianity thing. I'll just say that I'm a Christian and do whatever I want live the most sinful life that I can live. And that's what I did for years of my life, only to get really, only to really realize that I was just falling further and further into self-destruction. My mental capacity was just not okay. I was dealing with depression, anxiety. I've already talked about these things in a past episode. I was dealing with, I was dealing with so much because I wanted to do whatever I wanted because Living a sinful life looked fun. It looked good. Everybody was doing it, so I wanted to partake until it was time for me to deal with the things that I was really dealing with, and it was me that had to deal with them by myself. Then I had to turn to God and realize that I can't deal with these things by myself. I need to go back to God. So the reality is it looks fun. It looks good, but it's not good. It's not always good. Actually, nothing sinful is good, period, right? Um, So we need to be careful because I find that a lot of people really believe that they can call themselves Christians and do the most sinful things that are contrary to the word of God and think that they are going to make it through the pearly gates of heaven. You are going to be extremely disappointed when you find out that the road to eternal damnation and hell is by living a sinful life. The same sinful life that the enemy has tried to make look normal. The same sinful life that the enemy has tried to make look good, fun, enticing, appealing, all of that. And so we really have to be careful because we need to be able to discern what is good and what is bad. And the thing is, A lot of bad things are really good at masking themselves as good. And that's the unfortunate thing. And that's why we really need to be in our word. That's why we need to be prayed up. That's why we need to be in tune with God so that we can discern what is going on. Because a lot of stuff out here is spiritual. Nothing is just flesh to flesh. I say it all the time. You've got to stop looking at stuff just flesh to flesh. You've got to start looking at it spirit to spirit. Because a lot of the stuff going on these days is spiritual. It's very spiritual, and you need to be in tune so that you can know. Because some of the worst demons are the ones that you don't see. Some of the worst demons are the ones that you don't see. Right? So we have to be really careful, because everything that glitters really is just not gold. It's just not gold. And so we're going to be reading an anchor scripture today. Um, It's from Acts chapter 16, verses 16 to 18. Um, It's basically what led Paul and Silas to being locked up in prison, right? Um, So we're going to read that. It's just a couple verses. I'm not going to dive too deep into how they actually really ended up in prison, but it's more so the action that took place that caused them to, to to end up in prison. But there's a reading that I, reason I'm going to be reading this scripture because I think it's really good at showing us that what everything that glitters is not gold, right? So 
get out your Bibles, get out your Bibles, and let's get to Acts chapter 16, verses 16 to 18. I am reading the CSB version, which is the Christian Standard Bible version. And it says, once as we were on our way to prayer, a slave girl met us who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She made a large profit for her owners by fortune telling. As she followed Paul and us, she cried out, These men who are proclaiming to you a way of salvation are the servants of the Most High God. She did this for many days. Paul was greatly annoyed. Turning to the Spirit, he said, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out right away. That's so powerful. First of all, do you know the power that lies in the name of Jesus? We're not even going to get into that today. But please understand that there is power in the name of Jesus. And we have authority as children of God to cast out demons and spirits that are not of God. But that's not what we're here to talk about in this episode. Maybe another episode. Um, so why did I read this? I read this because everything that glitters isn't gold. The girl was going around following them, proclaiming that they were servants of God that were there to basically show the people a way to salvation. Now, the message wasn't wrong. That is literally what they were there to do. <laughs> they were there to show the people the way to salvation. They actually were servants of God, right? Um, but the thing is, she was not operating from the Holy Spirit. She was operating from the spirit of divination. And we read, Paul got annoyed. He got annoyed. She had been following them for days, proclaiming, these are men of God, they're servants of God, they're here to proclaim a way to salvation. They're, way to give, they're here to give us a way to salvation. She was following them around for days, and it's like, you know, that's how God uses every plan of the enemy to, for his good. Because even in the midst of the enemy using this girl, I'm pretty sure many people looked at Paul and Silas and were like, oh, yeah, we're going to follow them because they get their sent from God. So her message was, it was glittering. It was <laughs> shimmering, if I must say. The message was on point. But the delivery was perverse. The delivery was not godly. She was not speaking from a place of the Holy Spirit. She was speaking from the spirit of divination, fortune telling, which is, you know, not of God. She was speaking from a place of divination, spirit of divination. And that's why when Paul got annoyed, he had to cast the spirit up out of her. But the fact that Paul got annoyed is important because... A lot of times we'll see stuff that looks good and we'll proceed to do it because we lack the discernment to know that that is not godly. We lack the discernment to know that it's not godly. Paul didn't lack that discernment. He got annoyed. Some of us are kiki kaka, ha ha, having fun with the sins, having fun with the things that look good but are not of God. Paul said, absolutely not. We finna wrap this up right now. I command you to come out in the name of Jesus Christ. 
and cancel Christmas on all of that. Because the most important thing is righteousness, walking in righteousness, living a life that is pleasing to God, doing things that please God. And so that requires us not to entertain things that are of the world, things that are of the enemy. And so it's, it's, it's a tough thing because especially in this, especially in this day and age in society, the way things are going now, it's almost as if the world now looks as Christianity and living a righteous life is abnormal and weird and looks at sin and evil is good. It's like the norm now. And that's why we have to be careful because that is the whole plan of the enemy after all. It's to see how many people he can take with him to hell. And unfortunately, a lot of people a lot of people are falling for the scheme because it looks fun. It looks good. Oh, well, I'm not hurting anybody. You're hurting yourself. And you don't even know it. You're literally walking down the path to eternal damnation and hell, and you don't even know it. All because it looks fun. All because it looks good. It sounds good. But it isn't really good. Because it's contrary to the word of God. Oh, well, I see other Christians, you know, clubbing and, you know, talking about their zodiac signs and this and the third. Um, So I can do it, too. That doesn't make it okay. That doesn't make it of God. Just because you see people doing it doesn't mean that it makes it of God. And it should not be normalized. It should not be normalized. And I get it. I did it for a while. You know, I did that for a long time. Oh, I'm a Christian, still clubbing, still doing whatever I wanted. Partying, smoking, drinking, fornicating, this, that, and the third. Everything under the sun, you name it, I have probably done it. And it's like, Why? Because it looked fun, it looked nice, but it was tearing me up inside. Mentally, I was not okay, and I've talked about this in past episodes. Mentally, I was not okay. So I had to deal with those things, and I had to deal with them quickly, but I could only do that through God. I could only deal with it through God. But I could have avoided it all. If I didn't dive into what I thought looked good and fun and enticing and appealing. If I would have just stuck with God, I wouldn't have had to endure any of the stuff that I endured. But I also know that I endured a lot of the things that I endured because it birthed my purpose. Everything that I have gone through and come out of is going to help encourage somebody else to come out of whatever it is. Right? But I'm saying this because we really have to be careful. We really have to be careful because just because it looks good does not mean it is good. It does not mean it is. It's almost like, you know, you can watch sports teams 
we'll talk about soccer because I'm a big soccer fan. I love that sport. I used to play it. I miss it. Um, but we can talk about, I know everybody, well, if you played soccer, you probably know what I'm talking about. There's always that one player who comes dressed to the T. They have the best of the best of everything. Their cleats are on point. Their socks are on point. Everything. They look like they're the best player on that field, and then they get out there and get embarrassed. They look the part, but they weren't the part is what I'm getting at, right? It's like when you go to a restaurant and you order something. First of all, there is actually, a matter of fact, there's a restaurant in Charlotte. I'm not going to say the name of it because I'm not here to slander it. But it's, it's a really nice restaurant. It's a really nice restaurant. The whole point of the restaurant is to give you, like, a really, like, luxurious kind of fine dining experience, right? And so it's like you get there, you order your food. The appearance, presentation of the food is A1. But then you dive in to eat it, and you're like, oh, no, I could have cooked something better than this. It looked the part, it was shimmering, it was glittering, but it wasn't gold. It was not good. It was not good. It's almost like how a lot of us find ourselves dating people because of appearance. Dating because of what somebody looks like is a recipe for disaster. Yes, you should be attracted to the person that you are dating or in a, or in a marriage or relationship with, but looks alone give no substance because some of the best-looking people have some of the worst demons within them. I cannot tell you how many times I have seen a mugshot of somebody who looked really attractive with a domestic violence charge right up under their name or a murder charge right up under their name or an assault charge right up under their name. Because a lot of times we just want to look at things for face value. Oh, they look they look good. Oh, we should date. Or it's, oh, they look, oh, you look good. I would like to be with you. But you don't even know this person. And then when you get to know them, you realize, mm, I can't, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. And it happens. That's why I'm always really wary when men hit me up and they're like, you are so beautiful. I would like to get to know you. Off of my beauty alone? Off of my beauty alone? Now, I'm not saying that I'm crazy, because I'm not. <laughs> God has delivered me from the past toxic ways of life. I thank God. And I'm also not knocking the fact that they might be sensing the Holy Spirit within me. But I'm wary of that. Because you shouldn't just be willing to jump at anybody just because they look good. You need to take a second to pause and think, hold on, let me watch your mannerisms. 
How do they move? How do they present themselves? What do what are their values? Right? And the truth is, social media allows you to see all of these things now because nobody knows how to hide themselves anymore, right? So it's like, it's all out there. But you want to go off of looks alone and then y'all end up in these relationships with people who are the worst people that you may have ever encountered. Then y'all end up hurting each other. The other day, somebody hit me up. You are so beautiful. Um, can I get to know you? I looked at that message, and I, and I swiped right on by. I read it, and I kept on moving. Because you might not be able to discern in the spirit, but I can discern in the spirit that me and you are not a match. Because I'm looking at how you're presenting yourself and the things that you're doing and the things that you're engaged in. And I know that it is contrary to my values, contrary to the way that I live my life. So it's not going to work. So why should I bother? Why should I bother? I've ended up in a relationship before where it always looked good from the outside looking in. But all we ever did was fight, argue, fuss, yell at each other, throw things, break things. It was so unhealthy. It was so toxic. And I was miserable in that relationship. Miserable. I used to cry every night. But on the outside looking in, it looked like a great relationship. And there are a lot of relationships like that out there. The grass is not always greener on the other side. Sometimes they are using artificial grass. Your grass might be real grass. And it's real green and flourishing in their grass might be artificial grass, so because you're seeing that their grass looks always green all the time, you now want what they got, but you don't even know that they're not authentic. You don't even know that what they have isn't even real because of appearance. So we have to be very mindful because comparison is a thief of joy. And you might be looking at somebody else and wondering, oh, well, they look like they've got it together and I want what they have. Meanwhile, they're fighting whole life demons for real, for real. Fighting for their lives every day. They're wondering if they're even going to make it to the next day. Some don't even have anything to eat. But you're looking at them and, and it looks good to you and you want that, not even realizing that they're, they're not even happy. When I was the most in shape, showing off my body, always making sure that I had, you know, posed in a specific way to show, you know, my curves and things of that sort, I was the most unhappiest. But people would have never known that. I was so insecure about myself, people would have never known that. And there are a lot of people like that, constantly seeking validation from the world. Everybody wants validation from everybody, but you want validation from people who don't even love themselves, you know? Everything that glitters really isn't gold. I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was in was that high school, there was always this one tree. I can't remember, this, I can't remember the name of the tree, but it would um, bloom flowers. 
the, the flowers were so pretty. But every time you walk past that tree, it smelled like fish. It smelled so bad. It looked good, but it was a terrible tree. And we used to always complain about having to walk by that tree. I'll never forget, after gym class, before gym class, whenever we were leaving from the locker rooms to go outside to the track, we'd always have to walk by that tree, and it smelled so bad. But it looked so pretty. Everything that glitters is not gold, y'all. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's like we have to be careful. We have to be careful. We need to be able to discern. We need to be able to know so that we don't get caught up in the wrong things. So that we don't get caught up in the wrong things. It's too many people that think zodiac signs and astrology, tarot reading, palm readings, y'all, too many people think that those things are okay. And it's literally witchcraft offered from a spirit of divination. So many, I could name so many spirits right now that that stuff operates through. Familiar spirits being one of the main things. And it's just like, it's not godly. They might be telling you something. Of course, it's going to happen because now you've allowed it to manifest it into your life, to speak it into your life. And if we all know one thing, it's that there's power in the tongue. So what you say and declare is what's going to come to pass. So now you've got all these spirits that are not of God speaking into your life. You've determined your whole personality based on an astrology zodiac sign. And now you're wondering why you fight in demons. You can't go to sleep at night. Or you're wondering why you're acting in this way, acting in that way. We need to be very careful. We need to be very careful. And I'm not even going to get into the false prophets and teachers. And nothing icks me more than seeing people... Ooh, and it's so crazy because I used to do this. I would never, like, I wasn't posting scriptures, but I would always post stuff about God. And then my next post would be something so vulgar or something just, like, really, like, sinful. But you really have this new facade lately. It's a new, it's not a facade. It's a new fad these days. The new trend is to be a Christian influencer. And I'm finding that a lot of the people that are, trying to be Christian influencers aren't even living a godly life. And so now they're portraying this walk as something that it is not. They make this walk seem like you can do whatever you want to do and follow God. When in reality, you have to die to your flesh every day and pick up that cross. When in reality, every day you got to fight, am I going to follow God or do what I want to do? It's a narrow path for a reason that leads to eternity. The wide path is the one that everybody takes and it leads straight to hell. Straight to it. Everybody takes that path. But you have these influencers out here now portraying that it is the easiest walk, the easiest thing to do with God is this journey. It's not an easy journey. But it's the most rewarding journey. 
It's the most rewarding journey ever. Take it from somebody (laughs) who literally was on the path, on the wide path for years, most of my life. And I said, "Mm, I've had enough of this. We're going down the wrong path. I got to divert. And I decided to take that narrow path, the path that nobody really likes to travel. Because it requires you to hold yourself accountable. It requires you to put, put in the work. It requires you to be disciplined. It requires you to be consistent. It requires you you to be obedient. The other day I was watching a video of someone who had an experience where they basically had like died and they were taken into hell and they got to experience like the torment that was going on there and then they were taken into heaven where they got to experience heaven. And the one thing that they said that really stuck to me was that in heaven, the only thing that anybody wants to do in the presence of God is be obedient. Obedience. But everybody thinks that they're going to heaven because they say they're a Christian, but you can't even obey what is required of you as a Christian. How are you going to make it? Because all that's required of us in heaven is to be obedient. To literally serve God. It, <laughs> the other day, I yesterday I saw a post that was talking about how there's just too many, again, the Christian influencers that are not really living the righteous life. It's a dangerous game to play. Be very careful who y'all follow. You need to watch the fruit that people are bearing. If they are not producing good fruit, but they're claiming to be Christian influencers, then that needs to raise a red flag. It needs to raise a red flag because we cannot be led astray. This is not the time nor the season to be led astray. We need to be extremely, extremely careful and discern before we decide to follow and do something that somebody else is doing. There's just no way that as a Christian that you think I'm not even going to say that because I used to do that. And it was so wrong for me to think that I can be a Christian and just do whatever I want, sleep with whoever I want, drink, get drunk, get high, cuss. The cussing thing. Jesus, help us, Lord. I'm so grieved because... It really bothers me. And that was basically the post yesterday that I saw where it was just someone basically saying like, man, this is like really grieving my spirit that people are not walking the walk, but they're trying to talk the talk. And it's like, if you're going to talk the talk, you have to walk the walk because they go together. And it's so, I wish that somebody saw the way that I was living claiming to be a Christian, and sat me down and said, this, the things that you're doing, the things that you're engaging in, is not the way to go as a Christian. Well, I guess my parents tried to. But they honestly didn't even really know the full extent of the way I was living my life. But sometimes I see stuff and I really just want to be like, 
this is not okay. You cannot say this and then say that. You got people posting. The one that irks me the most, you got people posting scriptures on Instagram story. The next slide is them in the club. Which one is it? Because you're confusing folks and you're leading people astray. If you're going to be a Christian influencer, walk the walk along with the talk. You got to do it right. Everything that glitters isn't gold. Everything that glitters is not gold. And it really, like, it, it doesn't even anger me. It really, like, bothers me. Because I really want people to realize what they're doing. Because it took me so long to realize what I was doing. And I was mocking God, basically. You have to be very careful. Especially in this day and age, it's very dangerous out here. Sin has become the norm. Sin has become the norm to the point where y'all see people walking and living a Christian life and, and you always have something slick to say. How did we get here? I really sometimes just want to like, all the, all the friends and the people that I know, I really just want to like sit them down and be like, yo, like I literally used to do this. And let me tell you, it's not leading you to where you think you're going. You're going to be real disappointed. Come judgment day, you are going to be really disappointed. And I would have never really even realized the severity of all of this if I wasn't reading my word. That's why I'm always going to say you have to read the word. You've got to stay in your word and the Bible because that's the blueprint. <laughs> well, how do I live a righteous life? How do I live a life that's pleasing to God? Read the Bible. It tells you exactly what you need to do. It tells you what not to do. And then you have the decision to make. Do I want to do this or not do that? We cannot keep allowing ourselves to fall for the schemes of the enemy. Because it's leading to destruction. Destruction. And it's so sad. It's really sad, honestly. And it really bothers me. And I feel like social media play, is, is part of the problem these days. Because everything can appear to be good. Everything appears to be good on social media. Then you really get to know people and see how they're really living. And you realize that it's all fake. The grass is not greener on the other side because it's being nourished. It's green on this side because it's artificial. I just want everybody connected to me to make it into heaven, man. And the, the only way that I know how to really help is by walking the walk along with the talk. Being an example. And honestly, most importantly, praying for people. 
Because at the end of the day, you can't tell anybody what to do. You could try. But at the end of the day, it's up to them if they actually want to do the thing or not. Only God can change people. And so all I can do is be an example and pray. And if given the opportunity, I will absolutely tell you. <laughs> if given the opportunity, I will absolutely tell you. Because my spirit is heavy. It's, it's heavy. It's so much going on out here right now. So much going on out here right now. I'm not even going to get into it because we'll be sitting here talking for hours. But season two, I hope y'all are ready for season two. Because we're going to talk about some hard truths. We're going to talk about some hard truths. Everything that glitters is not gold. It sounds like the cool trend to be all into the zodiac signs and the astrology. It seems like a cool trend. It is not. It seems like the trend these days, carrying around the evil eyes and the crystals for protection, at the same breath asking God to protect you. Baby, which one? Which one do you want? Because the both of them are not going to operate at the same time. God does not mix and mingle mix and mingle with them other spirits. It's either God's way or no way. There cannot be a... I've read the scripture in one of the episodes. You are neither hot nor cold, neither hot nor cold, so I spat you out. Can't be lukewarm. Can't be lukewarm. Lukewarm is a, a lukewarm Christian is a perfect example of everything that glitters is not gold. Because you look like you're walking the walk, you look like you're talking the talk, but in reality you're not. Because if you were, that means that you were reading your Bible and you would know that you have to pick, you have to pick God's side. Because to be in the middle is already to pick the enemy's side. I'm just saying, read the Bible. Whew. I'm just going to end the episode here because, yeah, we're going to end the episode here. Um, and I, I really wasn't trying to end episode, season one on a heavy note, but I really, really want us to be very mindful of how we portray ourselves as Christians. And I also want us to be very mindful of what we pursue and the things that we do because just because it looks good doesn't mean it is good. Just because it looks good does not mean it's good. And we have to be careful. We have to be careful. The enemy is literally looking for who to devour. And all he has to do is paint it as this nice thing and it don't even be nice. Anyways, 
that's all I got for y'all. Um, congratulations, we made it to end of season one. Um, as I mentioned, I don't know if we're going to start season two exactly next week because I still have to finalize some things, learn some things by God, because you got to take all your plans to God. Um, and I'm not just bringing just anybody on these episodes, to be honest. So, you know, I really got to be, I really got to be prayed up for season two. Um, also because I know that season two is definitely going to bring spiritual warfare because I'm going to shake <laughs> I'm about to shake the atmosphere. So um, just hang in tight. Bear with me. I would like to start season two next week. I just can't promise you that. But I will always make an announcement whenever I decide I'm not dropping an episode. I will always make an announcement. Um, I got I to finalize some things. I got to finish up my logo. Um, I got I to rebrand. I got to rebrand. So that's all I have for y'all. Um, I love y'all. I really do. And I understand this episode may not have been easy for a lot of people to hear, but it was necessary. Um, I'm praying for y'all. If you're connected to me, I'm praying for you because I want you to make it into heaven with me. So. Just me and God family, I'm praying for you. And I'm praying that every ear that hears words that come out of my mouth, I pray that God touches you and directs you accordingly. And I pray that you make it into heaven with me so that we can all celebrate and serve God together. And we can rejoice and praise him together. So, I love y'all. I really, really do. I can't thank y'all enough um, for all the support that you've given me. I I really appreciate it. Um, The love and the support from this season has been a lot. It's been a lot in a good way. And I just want to continue to give all that glory to God because I wouldn't be here able to do any of this if not for him, if not for his mercy, if not for his love for me. Um, So thank you all for the support. I love y'all. And please remember, God loves you even more. Um, He loves you so much. So let's all get right so that we can all make it into heaven together with our Heavenly Father. We got to go home because home is heaven. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's all I have. Um, Make sure that you're following us on Instagram and YouTube at underscore underscore just me and God. Um, We are streaming on Apple, Google, and Spotify. All you have to do is search just me and God. And when you do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for us. If you have not yet, Copy the link on this episode and share it to somebody. This is your moment. Go ahead and copy the link and send it to one to two people that you feel need to be encouraged. Um, And go ahead and leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button for us and leave us a brief comment too while you're at it. Leave us a brief comment in the video. Um, All of this helps to push the podcast out to more listeners and more viewers. So yeah. 
that is all I have for you all. I really pray that you all have a blessed and wonderful week. I pray that the spirit of God follows you wherever you go, that everything that you touch multiplies. May God bless you all. I love you all. Have a great week. Peace.